0: Welcome to Potty Podcast Cinema. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy. It is June 16th, 2022, and we had a backlog last week. So we're coming, trying to get this one out uh, to let you know because we've been watching stuff. But Andy, it's the summer and it's just so hard to watch TV in the summer in Chicago because you put up with like six months of ridiculousness uh, just so you can spend all day outside and um it it helps a little bit that it's like in the like 95 this week but uh i I just i'm i'm just so far behind on everything but uh the first thing i want to talk about just because you finally saw it last night is top gun oh yeah so oh yeah it was pretty amazing
1: it it really was (laughs) just the opening Gong sound, whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah. The turn, Yeah, just that, just that song. Yeah, <laughs> right when they start. and they're like, you're like, oh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> it got it got me for six to midnight. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, but I thought, it, I thought it would be
0: good. I thought it would be good but it was fantastic. (laughs) It was was fantastic. Uh, I went and saw it in the 4DX, which uh, I'm lucky I happen to live in one of the three cities that has 4DX. I think it's only in LA, New York, and Chicago. Yep, and I'm very jealous. Oh, you should be. I mean, okay, so it's it's cool to see for, like, the Fast and Furious movies or this, um, but, like, it's a rare occasion. It's usually pretty expensive. You don't want to do it a ton, but... um, for Fast and Furious, I like it because, well, for Fast and Furious, you don't really have to worry about the plot. Um, and for this, it's just badass. Yeah, because you're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but for this, like, the the flight scenes, oh my god, I was falling out of my seat half the time. Uh, but it was so much yeah. fun. It was such a good time. Um, yeah, this Joseph Kaczynski, I'm impressed. He did a really good job. I can't wait for Spider-Head. Uh, the cast was awesome. Um, Didn't he do uh, Oblivion? yeah he did oblivion too yeah yeah, yeah. he's well, he, he likes working with tom cruise He likes working with miles Teller. he did something else with miles Teller, and i can't remember what it was um but um i thought he oh well, he's doing spiderhead i guess but yeah the cast so uh what's her name uh jennifer collie comes in as the love interest after oh man i, just, I knew her name until about five seconds ago <laughs> Kelly McGinnis. Kelly McGinnis. Yeah, that's Kelly. Right. Yeah. That's Kelly right. McGinnis. Kind of, she kind of went away from acting. She's kind of. So they needed someone else. Jennifer Connelly is a good get. She's a fantastic actress. That's a good love interest. Um, Miles Teller is one of our favorites. They brought back Val Kilmer for that. scene I was wondering because I was like, he's got the throat thing. So how is this going to happen? But I think they am sorry that that was emotional as hell. Oh, it was <laughs> emotional as hell. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. man, Val Kilmer is so great. Um John Ham as the, the, the jerk commander was fantastic. That guy can do anything. He can do comedy, he can be the he love can. interest, he can be the bad guy. Um he was a badass and baby driver. He he is yeah. uh that's yeah. a five tool man.
1: <laughs> it is, it is. That guy's that guy's fantastic. And uh yeah, I gotta say, man, that, that scene as I'm watching it, and you know, I don't know how many Probably a decent number of viewers understand like what's happening with Val Kilmer right now, and and that that was real and all that. And yeah, he can't speak anymore, and uh, so a lot of that was you know knowing that that's really what he is going through. Like that was that was really freaking emotional, and you could tell that the scene for for Tom Cruise to actually film was probably pretty emotional, seeing the dude like that, knowing he's you know that's really yeah. what he's going through. So that was yeah, that was crushed, and then that. The way they delivered that perfect line of "Who's the fastest?" or "Who's the best pilot?" Yes, you know, we're having a good moment. Let's not ruin this. Yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah. That was fantastic. Oh, I laughed so hard at that. The whole theater lost it laughing. I uh, like, "That is great." Uh, yeah. yeah. So that was a that was a perfect enough rise man.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I thought it was yeah, it was great with him. I tell you, if you if you get a chance, check out the um, uh, the. Documentary on Amazon. It was really good. I like that. It was uh, it's worth watching about about Val Kilmer. Have you seen that? Okay. Oh oh no, I haven't seen that one. Yet. It's good. You told me about it, but I haven't seen that. Yeah, I mean, I grew up as a huge Val Kilmer. I mean, I I was like twelve years old watching Island of Doctor Moreau. I mean, it, it's as no twelve year old should. Too, I don't yeah. know how I did that. <laughs> just because I loved Val Kilmer. Um, yeah. But the rest of the cast was fantastic. Manny Jacinto, I didn't even—I—I I, I forgot he was in this. I didn't even recognize him. I'm still not exactly sure. I am to have to go back and watch it and look for him. I—I—I I,
1: I don't remember seeing him at all—not right? even once. Right? Yeah. i am wondering if they cut a scene.
0: You might be right, but he's—I mean, he's one of the pilots. So there's a few of the pilots. They might have just kind of thrown him in as one of those. I don't know. Yeah, cra- but... cr- crazy
1: to spend money on a pilot that you don't even show. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean that. Thing I mean on happens. an actor for that pilot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That, that that's pretty odd. But um, no, yeah. Back to Val Kilmer though. Uh, uh, Mad Martigan is what got
0: me into Val Kilmer, and then of course Doc Holliday later on. But, oh yeah. Uh, oh man, that was that was the man. But yeah, yeah you're I, probably right it probably was mad Mario. i was even excited for him as batman and even when batman was a joel <laughs> yeah. schumacher thing i was like he's still my favorite yeah, yeah. that's that's your fault yeah i mean <laughs> no, out I'm of kidding. those four i still like him as my favorite of the batmans uh, out of those out of, out of the the four movies and the three batmans because I, I mean michael keaton's amazing but like he looked like he didn't even have a gym membership um george clooney uh, not necessarily on him, but he was too smarmy. And the, well, I mean, Batman and Robin's just one of the worst movies of all time. But Val Kilmer, yep. he was, I mean, he's a lean guy, but he was athletic. And he, I thought he made a good Bruce Wayne. It's a terrible movie, but still, he was one of my favorite. Out of those three actors in those four movies, he was my favorite Bat- Batman.
1: Yep. Yeah. That, that, that makes sense. Just the movie, I try to put a mental block on. Yeah. it's uh, But, <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, you know, another thing about Topkin I really liked was that, like, you saw like the Maverick and Iceman uh, dynamic and you got to see where that ended up and all that. And then they kind of mirror it with uh, with Rooster and Hangman. Yeah. Uh, kind of, right? Like the new generation's kind of adversarial guys that gain respect for each other over time. The only uh, difference throughout. I would say,
0: though, is that Hangman like will just leave whoever out to dry, whereas Iceman was not. Well, I, but I, that I just... was
1: the point of the, of the end was that he realized he was wrong. He got, you know, quote unquote, benched. Because yeah. of that, yeah. realized he was doing the wrong thing. I he understand. was ordered, he was ordered to turn around, uh, and and come back and land. But he refused to, and he went back out there and saved no, their asses. I understand that. I just, so, like, yeah. I think I mean, that
0: was the biggest difference between because Val Kilmer was kind of like <laughs> by the, like he was by the book, but he was the best at being by the book. Whereas Maverick was kind of a loose cannon. This was different. Well, yeah, this is going to say, yeah, well, hold on. Yeah. This, yeah. this is different because Rooster was the timid one just because of what happened to his dad and hangman was kind of more the let loose one and so it was it was almost where hangman was more of the maverick type and rooster was more of the iceman type
1: yeah 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 absolutely
0: yeah no that's that's where i'm going with it yeah so
1: that's that's exactly what it was. It was the same dynamic. It was just a little bit reversed and yeah. I I I wouldn't even say reversed. I think people just assume that Rooster should be the lead. Yeah. <laughs> between the between the two. So yeah. it, it's it's yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I thought that that dynamic was really good because uh, there were some times where I'm like, ooh, it's gonna be hard to redeem Hangman here, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and uh, but no, they did a pretty good job of that and uh, and and letting you understand where he's coming from and then, you know, I mean they have a limited amount of screen time. Like we're we're getting kind of spoiled with the amount of like amazing series that are on television right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, so there's there's they, they've got eight hours to explore the dynamics and and grow as a as a character throughout it. This one's got two hours, and you've got a whole lot you got to do in that two hours. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was impressed with how they handled that, and then, but uh, I don't think there'll ever be another one.
0: No, I would be very you don't. Surprised. You don't need another one. But honestly, yeah. I didn't think I needed this, and it turned out I was wrong.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's where I was going to go with it. Is, is maybe one day, ten years down the road, they can have like Maverick in a uh, in an Iceman kind of position. Yeah, uh, which he which he thought he would never ever do. Right, and, uh, and and that could be part of it, is him accepting that he he can't fly anymore, but he's still got a life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that would be kind of interesting, I think, uh, him dealing with that. And kind of uh, becoming kind of a father
0: figure to a Rooster.
1: Yeah, because they played with that. Well, they played with that this movie. It was that his, you know, he was going to become the teacher and not the doer anymore. And then it changes, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he becomes the team leader, and he is the doer. Uh, so he still has never officially been benched and become the teacher. And so, uh, or just the teacher, I should say. So that could be interesting to toy with. And then, you know, to the point where the mission has to be flown and and he can't help, you know, he's got to lead and trust. And so I don't know, it could be, and that's only if they want to go the route of, you know, rooster and hangman and Phoenix as you know, the whatever, but
0: I I don't think they will.
1: I'd be really surprised unless they get an amazing script.
0: Yeah. Well, that amazing script has to include at least one homoerotic scene playing sports. The original having volleyball, this one having football. Um, it it has to be included. It's part of the formula now. I mean, I had to laugh. And, and I'll tell you why I was
1: laughing. This is the first time I think I've done this. But I was actually laughing more at how much fun and how much the, the actors were making fun of the scene yeah. than of the actual scene itself yeah. i was like you know they're laughing just constantly slapping each other's ass yeah. <laughs> running around and they were trying to lay on each other and i saw two of them like slide down each other's chests i'm like oh god yeah <laughs> this is totally on purpose Yeah. And, uh, it's so, so funny uh yeah so stupid but uh yeah i mean they had to make fun of that
0: iconic scene right yeah. like that would have been it would have almost been weirder if they didn't yeah <laughs> but um, uh there was a yeah a few good like lewis pullman as bob which i love that his call sign was bob um what, he was <laughs> yeah, good was that's great. the first thing i think i've really seen him in i think he was in something else that we watched recently and i can't remember what it was he's in outer range that i watched oh that's and, right uh, yeah and he's the, the
1: cowboy that's always getting in fights, so <laughs> it was very, very interesting different. to see him as yeah. as the timid Bob, and he has long hair, uh, and this one longer hair, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, he's Josh Brolin's son, and, and uh, his brother is Tom Pelfrey from uh, uh, what you Ozarks. and I like to mend with the Ozark, yeah. yeah, so he's, uh, yeah, seeing him as Bob was like, oh wow, this is like a, this is like him playing a nerdy version of himself compared to what I've seen in everything else. So, yeah. not 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 the normal Lewis. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was that was interesting to see. He, yeah, he did he did a solid job. So did Phoenix.
0: Yeah, Phoenix did. A good did job yeah, too. Monica Barbaro. And then also, I found out that if they ever do a live action of the TV show Archer, uh, Glenn Powell, who played Hangman, needs to be Barry.
1: I was gonna say Barry or who, who's that guy? That's Barry's nemesis. Other Barry. Uh, <laughs> Ar- Other Barry. Archer. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. yeah oh, Barry. Oh, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. You're right. It's Barry. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yep. I was thinking you were saying you should be Archer. No, no, uh, no. Like, no, he, no, should no, be no Barry. he should be Barry. Yeah. Yeah, he really is Barry. He sounds like him. Yeah. If he you told me sound. he does the
0: voice of Barry, I would
1: believe you. Oh, God. <laughs> you did good. I am good. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Other Barry. <laughs> I just kept waiting for him to, just, like, every time he said something, I kept... I kept waiting for him to say, isn't that right, other Barry? Like I kept waiting for that day. I knew it was going to come, but at the same time, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Um, but uh, that's um, awesome. yeah, that was great. Yeah. If you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, definitely do it. If you can get to 40 X, I would recommend that. At, um, at a minimum in a theater. Yes. <laughs> at uh, a minimum. At yeah. a minimum. Uh, next is for all mankind. So the season three premiere happened and um, you've been singing the praises of the show forever. I've not seen an episode yet. I I we just been wrapping up a bunch it's okay of stuff. Okay, not to like yourself. No, I decided <laughs> all right fine, I'm going to that'll be the next that'll be the next drama. We have The problem is there's not that many comedies, but there's so many dramas and the backlog is forever. And so uh we we Agreed. just started We Own This City. I think there's only like 6 episodes of that. We're already two in. After we're done with that, I think we're going to do For All Mankind, but I just really want yeah. to watch We Own This City. Um but for All Mankind, how's season three so far? Uh, so the pilot is the only one
1: that's come out, your, part, your premiere, is the only one that's played so far. Uh, and it was great. Because I was, I'll be honest. So season two was rated as one of the best shows of the year. Yeah. Uh, and they keep saying top show, but I think it was rated as one of one of the top shows. Uh, but it was amazing. Season one was good. Uh, it t- And I'll admit, it takes like three episodes to get hooked, uh, and there's a good reason for it, uh, but it takes about three episodes before you can start getting hooked. Uh, but then it's like, it's a really good season one, but it's an amazing season two. And then uh, I was kind of worried where they're going to go with it um, for season three. And the the premiere came out. My wife, too. My wife was even like, I don't know if I'm going to watch it because <laughs> she was worried oh, wow. where they were going to go with it Yeah. based on what happens in season two, you know? And uh, it was great. So okay. uh, we, we were, it, it alleviated our worries immediately. So, yeah, we were we were really kind of concerned on where to go with that, or where that could have gone to be good. And uh, and they found it. So they, they clearly have a vision. They know where they're going. And it's, what I like about it is it's fun, believable action. Like, when you go to see Apollo 13 for the first time, when you see Top Gun somewhat, like, yeah. it's based on real mechanics, right? And how can we, and, and, Some of the most nerve-wracking parts of it are just doing a spacewalk and the the fact that you can't hear anything. So when something rips out because of a bad bolt and it's swinging over your way to potentially knock you into space, they don't even know it's there. (laughs) And it's two feet from their fate. You know what I mean? Those kinds of things where you're like, oh, my God, that was so tense. And somebody tried to describe it like, what happened? Oh, this thing swung and almost hit him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet you're on the edge of your seat, biting your nose like, oh God! <laughs> and uh, look, look behind you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty great. Uh, and so uh, it's not, it's it's just it's a really good drama. I mean, it's kind of like watching The West Wing meets Apollo thirteen, you okay. know, because it's all about the politics of the world, really. And it's fun because every season jumps like. Uh, Ten years. And so they'll show you because the whole first uh, the whole premise of it is based on, you know, of course, the Russians land on the moon before us the day before us, which they were scheduled to do. Um, so if they'd done that, what would have changed? And yeah. so it, it'll go through a brief like to catch you up on the last 10 years, what happened and showing you what probably would have happened in alternate history during those 10 years each each jump. And it's a blast because some things are just really close to exactly what happened. Some things are like a minor difference, but uh, that makes a major change. Okay. <laughs> like uh, like Kennedy, like uh, Ted Kennedy doesn't go to Chappaquiddick that weekend. because oh, he ho, ho. Get... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because, uh, because he wouldn't have because that's the week that we would have lost the moon. So we, he would have had to get back and they were going to vote on if we shut down the NASA that's program or, or double it up. And you're like you're right that was that same weekend he wouldn't have been able to go he would have had to come back like you're like god what a what a what a dumb minor thing and that's just like a newspaper clipping that they're showing real fast like when they're showing things happening you're like oh god yeah that you know what wow what a what a major change of the world would have happened because basically the only—I mean, if you remember, like the the space race was truly a race. Yeah, I mean they were pushing the
0: boundaries. Well, Russia was every the first one in. Russia was the first to <laughs> launch a satellite. with was Sputnik. They were the first one to put a man in the moon. Yeah, or a man in well, space. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, and and but it was like it was a point of pride of like whoever wins this is is uh, is the superpower in the world. Yeah. Like, and so it was a major major deal of pride for us to make it. And so they were pushing. Like we can do this in two years. Okay, you have six months. Ah, <laughs> okay. I need six years for this. You've got one. Shoot. And let's so say we were pushing the boundaries on everything. And uh, the second we got on the moon before them, we're like, cool. We won. Shut down the space race. Um, and so this is like, if they had if they had beaten us, we wouldn't have shut it down. We would have sped it up. Yeah. And so it's a lot of fun, and it does not go in anything crazy where you know uh we're doing interstellar travel and (laughs) by the 90s or anything like that it's not that it's just it's very realistic next steps we would have taken and then what global politic uh, political things would have happened because of that So, so it sounds weird but
0: it's really good okay fair enough um yeah i'll get to it i'll get to it i think it'll be my it'll probably be my the next one that i add to our rotation um, but yeah, I keep hearing great things. You've sung its praises. The ratings are ridiculously good. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. Um, next is Kenobi. I will probably get to it. Um, I just don't like. I think I think I've seen yeah I've seen four of them. I think only five have come out, and it's it's a real it's really difficult to get me to watch it. Also PlayStation came out with their, basically their version of the game pass, the Xbox uh, game pass. Yeah, yeah. And so there's like a whole library of video games. And now I have a huge backlog <laughs> of that. So it's just going to make things even more difficult to watch shows. But, um, this, I don't like Ewan and McGregor is fantastic in it. Um, I thought Sung Kang looks very cool. Um, I like Indira of Um, Who's Sun Kang? Sun Kang is uh he's Han Solo. He's the fifth brother. Oh, oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And nothing against the the little actress, uh, because it's not her fault, but Leia is whiny, annoying, and ridiculous. Like, I understand her being kind of like a little wild, um, just because she doesn't really listen to the you know, she's she's got a wild streak in her when she gets older. She's got the force in her. But they just make her unlikable. Like, I just, I can't stand her. Anytime she's on the screen, I'm like, God, I gotta put up with this. It's so annoying. Um, I get it. I I just, it's hard to, I I don't, I just don't care. Like, I kind of just don't care about this. I just want to kind of fast forward towards just Obi-Wan dealing with this stuff and watch Ewan McGregor do his thing.
1: That's exactly where I am. I don't care. (laughs) So, I haven't seen the fourth episode yet. And I will, but I... uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to get me to want to, uh, after the first three, because I don't know. I'll, I'll, here's how Marvel has had 20 movies and like nine TV series within 15 years. And half of those series are just in the last two years or, or all of those series are just in the last two years. Yeah. And I'm not sick of it at all. Yeah. I can't wait to see the next thing. And it's because they're constantly bringing you new rich characters star wars it's like god we're just gonna rehash hey remember the timeline there was 10 minutes we didn't cover back <laughs> no, uh, 300 no. years ago we're yes. gonna set this during that 10 minutes yeah. like fuck you man i feel like i'm watching the witcher season one like i every series i'm like well hold on hold on i need to get out of damn grass yeah where the hell are we in this timeline okay yeah. how old was this person and they're like oh well we're probably gonna see cameo from this person i'm like i don't care well hold on wasn't that person like 70 years later like yeah (laughs) no we don't need what what why and i I just don't care it's uh, and and to be honest with you i would have loved probably loved this if they hadn't brought out nine other things prior because because probably the one thing anyone actually really did want to see was a badass Darth Vader. Yeah. It's probably one
0: of the only things we did all genuinely want to see. And, well, would have been and more Obi-Wan. Because Ewan McGregor is a great Obi-Wan, but man, eh. he just didn't. He, well, <laughs> to be honest, and <laughs> I'm okay be, with it. But to be fair, in the prequels, care. no one got a fair chance to be a good actor because they were just in green screen the whole time. You know, they're acting to like tennis balls and stuff. Ewan McGregor's a good actor. Natalia Portman is an amazing actress. And they both were terrible in that because no one could be good.
1: Yeah. I... Yeah. I, I'll. I kind of agree with it, but I still think, I think Ewan McGregor was a fine actor. I thought he did a good job in it. It's just that I didn't care about the character of Ewan. I just, I didn't yeah. care. Like, yeah. he wasn't a badass, even though he should have been. Uh, he wasn't a badass. In so, the yeah, prequels or a, this? In in anything, until this. Uh, well, and this, definitely not. This, this he's a totally, uh, he's a human. I think I could take him. Uh, <laughs> in this one, I mean, and that freaking yeah. Jedi—he's a, Je- a Jedi. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could take him. I would not be afraid of him in a bar at all, <laughs> and uh, knowing everything about him <laughs> as the character, and uh, yeah, I—I'm like, this is just—they—they they, they power down the Jedi so much, yeah. for these series that it's obnoxious. The only time you've seen anyone let loose as a Jedi since. And I'll say, actually, the prequels did a better job than the originals, too. Um, they actually had some pretty intense fight scenes that were pretty fun, uh, despite the rest of it being terrible. Um, but uh, yeah. but they've powered them down so much since then that it's just hard to enjoy it, except for Rogue One's ending, showing uh, Darth Vader be a total badass. But even then, they're like, well, so let's try to figure out why did everybody hate everything Star Wars we've ever done, but they liked Rogue One. Hmm. Let's see. We gave him totally original characters and didn't tie it in at all, except for a 10-minute scene where you finally got to see Darth be a total badass. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, let's greenlight a new Andor series. It'll be a prequel. Screw the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> let's, start, let's start back 40 years later and take away Darth Vader. Like, oh. What we liked was new characters.
0: <laughs> yeah, I and badass, I'm not against and a badass the, Jedi. Yeah, and you're like let's just I, I'm show not more against of the Andor it. though.
1: I'm totally totally against it. Are I you? could not care less. I'm not going to watch it. The dude we already know what happens with the dude. Yeah. They, they just stop mining. Yeah, you're probably right. Past past yeah. successes do what they did. And show me new characters in a new situation, and maybe a badass Jedi. Yeah. That's all I want to see. That's yeah. why I like Star Wars. I want to see some dude go pull out some giant uh, glowing dildo, and and <sighs> just just force push and, and destroy the hell out of the place. And people kind of like Homeland It he should feel like Homelander. Yeah. When a when a when a Sith Jedi shows up, it should be like, oh dear God, we're all gonna die. Yeah. But we have nine hundred soldiers and twelve, you know cannons and nine starships and that's a dude down there with a with a sword we're all gonna die yeah <laughs> that's what it should feel like and it doesn't i mean to the point that it shows order 66 at the beginning and 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 like 50 jedi are killed within minutes by 50 stormtroopers yeah i'm like, I'm like what <laughs> like, yeah so why were they afraid of uh of luke skywalker on that final scene in uh in the second star wars or You know what I'm talking about? Where where they're like, oh, my God, it's a dude with a sword. And and, uh, uh, what's his name's character? Uh, Darth's grandson. Uh, What's his name? uh, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is like, oh, dear God, fire everything you have. Yeah. Why? Why? It takes two of them. We've just seen that from Order 66. It just takes one of those robots. He's going to die. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They've destroyed. They've wiped all that out. And so I, I just don't care. And I've heard... That episode four and five, you finally get to see sadistic and angry and, and, and uh, massacring Darth Vader. Uh, and then he goes totally off. Uh, mm. and I'm still having so much trouble hitting play. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do. I haven't done it. And I'm just like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch it at some point, but I'll tell you this. I'm done with Andover. Um, yeah. I'm done. So the only I thing that I've done liked... I
0: think I'm done with all the star Wars shows until like, until they start. I'm getting done until Taika. Reviews. Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm done until Taika.
1: That's fair. He's, he's like, I'm going to, He he's announced that he's going to do a
0: whole series where he's,
1: we're not going to see any people we've done before. It's just going to be all new series, mm-hmm. all new part, part of the universe within the same mythologies. Um, and that's, that's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. <laughs> do that. Instead do that, of beating the back same dead
0: happens. horse, get a new horse,
1: get a new horse. And Mando season three, like they pushed all the way out to next February. So now it's going to be like two years between Mando seasons, which to be fair, part of the Boba Fett season was a Mando season, but, yeah. uh, still still i'm like okay that's the one thing you're doing well yeah <laughs> do that do that
0: yeah. yeah no uh it's hard to argue with it yeah i'm agreeing right. with you um this one like at first so the next show I, I was not really that interested in but i've heard good things now they had a problem with the the downvote parties i think basically because the main girl is muslim that's what it seems like but everything i keep seeing of the the main actress iman valani she seems awesome. She seems like she loves the character, and um, I'm gonna yeah. try Miss Marvel. I'm gonna give it. You a shot. should. It's. Have so, you seen it? I've seen the first two. Okay. And it's it's super. It's, okay. Good. Cool.
1: Uh, yeah, and so uh, uh, people got on board because they found out about the downvote party, and then there was an upvote party. So it's like a, <laughs> she's back. It's back to like a. I think on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like a ninety uh, oh, wow. fan score, and it's pretty high. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Like I wouldn't go that far, but like for what her character supposed to be, I'd say it's perfect so far. Like okay. it's, uh, it's not necessarily something that I'd be the prime audience for, but she's so goddamn lovable. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. just like, good for you. I hope you do. Well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she really, as a character and an actress, but, uh, I mean the actress thing is like, they couldn't be leaking all the more perfect information. <laughs> like, like the one that came out today where, uh, apparently Kevin Feige had to chastise her for uh, watching WandaVision between takes on her phone. <laughs> not because not because she was uh, delaying production because he had to see what was next on WandaVision because that's what was on when they were filming it, coming on brand new. Mm. He, he was mad that she was watching it on a phone. He, he said, there's a large TV down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> it was made for a big screen. <laughs> that's funny. And she's like, I just, just, I can't believe this happened. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, lovable, but it's... She's very much like <clears throat> if you had to to boil her down to comparing her to something else, she's like a, a, a tiny bit younger or maybe not even younger. Just she's a Peter Parker. She's a female Peter Parker. OK, um, she's the young kid who's obsessed with superheroes. She's a fangirl. Um, in fact, like the whole like, first episode is her trying to get to Avengers Con, <laughs> uh, which is like Comic Con. But she's yeah. obsessed with the Avengers. And she's a she's a Captain Marvel fangirl. And um, she's just, you know, obsessed with boys. She's a daydreamer, all that. It's all about life in high school and what it's like for a, for a high school girl who's not popular um, and just has a couple of friends. She, she's different because she's Muslim. Yes. But they don't like sh- they, they walk her through her daily life. And some of that involves her, you know, going to church or doing things with her family. But they don't shove that in your face. It's just yeah. more about her overprotective parents in high school. Okay. and uh and it's uh cute <laughs> is the word to say i don't know like it's just uh so far yeah it's been it's been fun and, and there's a way she there's a mystery behind how or when or why she gets maybe certain powers uh and uh it's it's just been great it, it, there hasn't been like there's not a true villain yet um, okay. but it's okay. it's okay. That's not a bad thing yet. Yeah. So She's still I thought that would be her powers.
0: I mean, two episodes <clears throat> in, that may, that's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, usually like, you know of a villain, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they haven't interacted maybe with your main character yet. So far, we don't even know if there's a villain. Yeah. <laughs> other than other other than puberty. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's uh but it's but it's been good. It's been fun. So, uh yeah, I I strongly recommend you okay. watch it. It's 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 very enjoyable and you're going to be like oh good for you yeah (laughs) that's that's the feeling when you're watching it it's like go little girl good for you uh you deserve it yeah and uh yeah that's really i mean it's funny but that boiling down a nutshell that's what it is and from what i hear people are really enjoying it and i know how beloved she is as a character so i'm we already know that she's going to be in the ms marvel's sequel somehow um so that's been confirmed a 100 times they're not hiding that at all. So that'll be the next time we see her after this, which I think is mid to late next year. Okay. Um so yeah, I'm I'm down.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't, I should just stop um doubting Marvel because they always You're doubting do good Feige. stuff. Yeah, stop so, <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah, the the amount of latitude I give Star Wars I should give half of that to Marvel and just, like, just do it. Right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, they have yet to screw up. And yet, still, (laughs) we're always like, "Uh, uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch that. I don't know if I'm going to like
0: that. But you're going to. You're going to like it. You're going to
1: watch it. You're going to want more of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. Uh, So, on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score is an 83%. But, of course, like you said, they might have gotten – uh they had the downvote party but even still 83 and then the critic score is 95% which is fantastic
1: yeah that's that's wow that's high that's yeah. good good for them i mean yeah I, I don't i haven't seen anything that i would lower it for you know what i mean like if you if you say we're starting at 100 and we're going to figure out what we like what we yeah i haven't seen anything to lower it
0: okay at all fair enough yeah uh um the next show is evil so they had their season three premiere i never saw season two i saw the first season it was enjoyable um but i think wasn't there like 22 episodes of the first season no there was only 12
1: no it's t- 10 or 12 yeah, yeah. Um, no you and i both really liked it. you really liked it when it was on you were you were all I enjoyed as much into I, it as i was i enjoyed yeah.
0: it i think you liked i think you liked it a lot more than i did i mean i like the cast um I like Mike Coulter, Katja Herbers, and uh, Azif Manvi. And then Michael Emerson is the villain is fantastic. I think the kids, the family life stuff got annoying to me. Um, maybe that's it. I don't know. K- kids and kids shows, it's not their fault. Like it's, But, like, I just...
1: It, it, it became important. Okay. Uh, extremely important to the story. I, I wouldn't say that you need to run out and watch it. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Um, it was as good as the first season. It's been as good as that first season was throughout. Okay. Uh, and it's had um, there. There was a. Do you want me to spoil things a tiny bit? Nah, or, no, you... no, because oh, okay. I might because okay,
0: I, I think this is like this is a good show to sit and binge. Like if it's like a Sunday in February and you're just gonna lay on the couch, like that's fine. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. That it's yeah. one. Yeah, it's one, It's it's one of those where. You're laying on the couch, and uh, I've never been a Law and Order. I've never seen any of them, but like everyone, that's their kind of go-to. Is just to watch yeah, three episodes yeah. of Law and Order. This feels like it's one of those kind of shows.
1: Yeah, that that's fair. Uh, the only thing that they had to ride around a tiny bit, it really didn't. It wasn't hard for them to do though. Was uh, Peter Scolari died? Who's their? Uh, oh, that's right. Who was one of the main characters? He was the uh, he was kind uh... of the priest that gives out the the orders for what they need to do next, kind oh, of a thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so they knew what was going on a little bit. So they had already kind of introduced a new one, um, towards the end of last season. And then he took over this season and they, I don't remember if they even said what he did other than like retire or something, but, okay. uh, yeah. So he passed. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, no, this season. So the season three was, uh, premiere was, was pretty good. <laughs> okay. Cause it was a, it was a crazy finale last season. And, uh, Yeah, so far. Uh, But I but we really still don't know where they're going to go for season three yet. Like it was an interesting premiere, but I'm not sure what they're going to be doing with this season. But uh, it is very obvious (laughs) uh, that that season two and season three, because, you know, they moved from was it Fox or whatever? Yeah, from from whatever Fox
0: to Paramount Plus.
1: To, to paramount plus yeah and uh and they they took advantage of being able to do an r rating <laughs> mm. um and i mean it's not like overly r yeah but but it's but definitely this show
0: needed that little bump like it, it, they did a lot with the leeway they had for being on one of the big four but yeah to yeah. be able to just stretch that a little bit more would probably benefit them quite greatly so
1: well they got to they got to do they get to do a lot more more sexual type stuff uh for temptation because that's important in the show yeah is that she's kind of the uh the non-believer and, and he's the one trying to become a priest and yeah supposed to stay away from temptation of of the flesh yeah and so there's a lot more interesting dynamics they could do with a will they won't they with them with this uh and that's all i'm going to say and then uh she's like she's pretty funny Cody Herbert's like what's the biggest deal she goes i get to have real reactions they said what do you mean she goes She goes, you know, in season one, I said, oh, geez, four different times. She's this time I can actually say, what the fuck? (laughs) 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 When when some demon comes out from in front of my bed, I can actually say, what the fuck? You know, she's like, because that's what a person would say (laughs) if something were to happen. Uh, And so she's pretty funny. Yeah, she she's she's another person that if you ever see her uh, outside of. You know the at the, the acting like being interviewed and stuff like that. She's pretty hilarious. Yeah, like she she seems like a fun person. She's pretty pretty hilarious. She yeah.
0: she looks different in everything I see her too. She never looks the same.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, she kind of does. But in uh, Westworld, uh, she's she may be in Westworld. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's up, the daughter.
0: She's the um, she has, she's Ed Harris's daughter in that.
1: Yeah, she she may be back in two weeks, oh, so we'll okay. see. Oh, that's right. That's coming. That's so exciting. Starts in two weeks.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> exciting. Um. So, another thing that's going to be wrapping up everything is uh, Better Call Saul. So, we they broke it up into the final season into two parts. Part one ended, which is crazy. It's only 13 episodes. But they the last season, or episode seven, aired May 23rd. And we don't get episode eight until July 11th, which is doo-doo. And I hate it. Um, especially <laughs> since this season like every kind of like with breaking bad every season has gotten better i think that's by design where it starts i agree and it can it gets bigger and bigger because the problems get bigger like at first um
1: I, i don't think that's it i think that you start to love every character and care what's going on with every single character because he just writes them so well and you're so immersed in their entire world and it's it's such a slow burn I mean, I mean, I
0: get that, but there's still the. Fa- I I think it's. I, I disagree. Like with the with Breaking Bad, he's a science teacher, and he starts dab putting his toe into making meth. He kind of wants to stay out of it. He wants. He just wants to make it. He wants Jesse to do everything, and then he gets more involved, and the and so it speeds up because he's getting more involved in it, and he's kind of moving up the chain whether he wants to or not, and uh and so that kind of builds up. This is kind of the same. With uh with Jimmy McGill, he was slipping Jimmy. You know, he was just a um a, a con man, and then he kind of had this this small grind as a lawyer, and he had his brother issues, and he was just kind of a, he was just another person. But now he's he's a lawyer for the cartel, and he's involved in all this stuff. Same with Mike uh, Ermit Trout. He was just a guy that was an ex cop, take working a toll booth to so he could be next be near his kids. And now he's mm-hmm. become, he's became basically become the the lieutenant for uh, a drug kingpin and Gus Frank. so the the more the characters get involved, the more fast paced the show gets. And now with it being the the final one of this, and I mean he hasn't even gotten to meeting uh, uh, Walter White yet, it's become huge. Most recently with the the last episode and what happens to uh, Hamlin, where. He dies. Yeah. yeah, he gets killed cuz you yeah. know all these characters have to go. They have to go. Uh Hamlin had to go cuz he's not only around of. and yeah. um in Breaking Bad, um what's her name? Seahorn, uh Kim Wexler. Yeah, something Kim has Wexler. to happen to her because she's not Maybe. around. No, something Maybe. has Maybe to not. happen. No, something has to well, She's not in his life. She's his she wife now, and she's yeah. she doesn't have to die, but something has to happen yeah. cuz she's his wife yeah. right now and in Breaking Bad, she's not even a factor. So something
1: I has think to go she's, with it. I think she's in uh, uh, witness protection uh, and uh, and or uh, is totally on her own as a lawyer. And, and she's not involved with him because he's trying to keep her safe. Uh, and at the end, we might see it flash forward after the events of Breaking Bad and he meets up with her again.
0: Oh, that'd be good. I would like that. That, that, could, that could be how yeah. something
1: Jimmy could actually have somewhat of a good ending.
0: I would like that. Yeah. Well, he's a witness protect, too. Yeah. But this has right, been... Right, exactly. Yeah, but this has been... Oh, my God. So, episode seven, uh, the last episode, got a 9.9 9 on IMDb. I've never seen a 9.9. 9. Episode yeah. three got a 9.7. Episode two got a 9.2. Carrot and stick. God. Yeah. It's all so good. Yep. Yeah. Nacho. We saw the Nacho's fate, um, which mm, was so... That was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. This is... it's. It's been so good. I gotta see what else Gillian's it's doing
1: because it, it's been the Kim Wexler version of Breaking Bad to me more even so that I mean Mike Armansrud also and I get how Slippin' Jimmys becomes Saul Goodman so yeah. it, it's it's kind of a Breaking Bad for all three of them like they're all three going from their normal lives to to the the worst version of themselves yeah um, kind of is I guess how I'd put it uh, like and you kind of said that a little bit ago but um, yeah I think that's kind of where it's going but. I don't, I think there's a, there's potential for Kim to realize she's going down the wrong path, or maybe, maybe there was up until the point where Hamlin got killed. Uh, And now it's, now she's unredeemable. I don't know. Um, But, uh, but maybe, maybe she could still be redeemed. Uh, Saul Goodman, we know how that's going to go. Right. And, uh, uh, somebody said that in, um, in the, uh, uh, First season of Breaking Bad, when they first, you know, put the gun on, uh, um, on Saul Goodman out in the back, in like the the backyard. You know what I'm talking about? And they they walk him, they cover their face, they take him out there, and they put a gun to the back of his head, and he doesn't mm-hmm. know who's there. Vaguely. he actually he says, "Is this the Salamancas? Is this Nacho?" Uh, and so somebody told me that's oh. what they say. So oh, I'm gonna have to go really? back and see see if that's really what he says. I was like, dude, if they telegraph Nacho. No way, <laughs> uh. no way. Or just you know they went back and went, oh well, we did say nacho in this case. Maybe we got to write that character in a for whole that reason,
0: character for it. Yeah.
1: yeah, who knows? Like that would be amazing if that's really what happened. I don't know for sure, but I'm gonna check. But yeah, dude, this is uh, this has worked out really great. I love that they keep the pace slow but steady. Yeah, <laughs> I would almost call that what the the theme of the whole series just slow and steady. It's yeah. like Armand Trout. It's it's slow and methodical. All the time, and it never. Same with. I Gus. mean, like the, yeah. yeah, as you said, the uh, the the opening of last scene, uh, or last temper, or two episodes ago was just them creating this wax case to hold this thing in that guy's apartment and or, or home over in like Norway or Germany or whatever where Lalo was. And it was just like a it was like a five minute opening scene of them like creating this wax case. And you're like, okay, <laughs> but you're watching it. Because you're watching all these people do these things slowly, methodically, and doing it right. Yeah, and that's like that's like Mike Herman Trout's like calling card. Take your time, do it right. You know, uh, yeah, it's been great. And Lalo,
0: Lalo, Lalo, what is going to happen with Lalo? Tony Dalton, yeah, something's going to happen to that. It's crazy how many people have kind of, how many careers have kind of come out of this. I mean, Tony Dalton's kind of the newest one. He 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 did this, and then he's doing. uh, He's the kind of villain, kind of but of, of Hawkeye. Um, Gene Carlo Esposito, he wasn't really doing anything, and now he's in everything. Michael Mando, I'm not seeing him in a bunch of stuff now. Um, he's kind of been up and coming for a little while. But Bob Odenkirk, Bob Odenkirk was, I mean, he was a writer for Saturday Night Live, just kind of doing stuff. Jonathan Banks, Mike, who plays Mike Um, all mm-hmm. these people. I mean, Walter Walter White, all these people just kind of came out of this. And, uh, boy, that, that shows you how good – a how good the writing it is and b how good the casting is I, I don't see vince gilligan it doesn't look like he's doing anything after this which is a shame i can't wait to see what he's doing next i hope it's a departure from this world because kind of like with the star wars thing this is fantastic but I, i'm i ready to move on i want something new from him
1: yeah yeah i agree i, I don't need any more breaking bad yeah uh, i'd like him to create a whole new list you know cast of characters down the road now
0: uh yeah. Uh, I'd like to I see him. Say, I'd like to see him do a Star Wars.
1: Sh- <laughs> Jesus. Uh I mean Tatooine is not too far from New Mexico. Uh, so <laughs> it may not be our. There's a lot of meth dealers in Tatooine, I bet. Uh, I imagine uh, so there's still a spice. <laughs> uh yeah, I was going to say like would Lalo be a spin-off worthy or no, Hamlin? I'm like, no, no. I, I mean, if
0: Hamlin hadn't died, but yeah. I don't, I don't need any more spin-offs. I've just, uh, I, it, it's been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's been amazing. Between Breaking Bad and this, it's been amazing. And now I need, I want to see a departure. Good, good things have to end. Yeah, yeah. good things have
1: to end. Okay. I, I agree. I agree. And that's what makes finale so fun is their final. Yes, uh, yeah. But
0: <laughs> but, but not in Star Wars. Uh, yeah. yeah, so. yeah. No, um, I agree, I agree. All right, so let's move on to hex. So this one I'm still kind of back on. I think I'm only halfway through. I've seen oh, okay. I've seen five episodes. Um there's three and left. We, and I have should every, chat later two. then. Okay. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> fine. Because
1: they, they pull it all together. The last three pull it all together. Okay. That makes uh, sense, so yeah. so you're kind of in this opening like balls are in the air juggling right now and you're just freeze framing. Like and it's you need to you need to let the other three land. <laughs> because that's that's what makes it great. Yeah. It, it, the, the other, cause I, I was, I was okay with the season. Like there's still some really funny jokes throughout mm-hmm. and it's still fun seeing the way they go about their business and the way she's torturing her yeah. uh, for, for what happened at the end of last season. But, yeah. uh, but uh, the way it all comes together works out really well.
0: Good. Yeah, that's good. No, I have every intention of finishing it. It's just, it just feels like, I mean, there's just so many things that keep popping up and it's, it, yeah, I get it. It's, it's tough.
1: Uh, I th- think they're 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, they're not long. Yeah. yeah, they're not long. They're very bingeable. They're easy to watch. Um, it's just there's been so many other things. Like, for instance, the finale of Barry, which holy crap. This yeah. is the darkest timeline. Like that, that happened. This yeah, <laughs> yeah. This season has been so dark and it but it's been fantastic. Um Bill Hader's directed I think he directed all but two episodes, and then season four, he's directing all of them. Um yeah the finale got a 9.6 which is not surprising it was unbelievable um Noho Hank last time we saw him, Noho Hank was captured by the Bolivians uh, along with his men oh god and yeah. he's handcuffed into <laughs> in a prison and they don't know what's going to happen he knows his men are in the wall on the other side of the wall in the prison next to him and they're like we're trying to get out we think we can get out and then we'll come get you he's like okay and then all of a sudden he hears just just graphic violence and just brutality and then some kind of animal. Um, no, not the graphic violence and brutality you heard was the lion.
1: There was a lion. That is that was what it was? I, in, I didn't know if it was a bear yes. or a lion or what, what it, no, was, but. It, it was. it was a lion who was brought into that room and uh, or tiger. It may have been tiger um, because they're known for tigers in the, uh, in the cartels. Um, so, yeah, it was a tiger brought in there and was slowly and methodically mauling all of them and eating them alive and that's why you kept hearing the bones breaking yeah. and the chomp sound as the guys would scream and yeah the screams screams even became m- m- cries uh yeah. and it, oh god it was so it was violent, violent. Well, and, then and then whatever
0: then, it was started that's why i think it was a bear because it started like pushing up against the wall and like start breaking down the wall I guess uh, you may be right uh, yeah that's right through rock a, a, ter- <laughs> right a terrifying beast was let into the room yeah, mur- yeah. murdered all his uh, ate alive all his bodies and then was coming for him oh that's body. and then yeah he gets free uh escapes the room takes kills a guard takes a gun uh just starts unloading uh a whole clip of uh on, on the beast whatever the beast <laughs> is uh gets out of there finds crystal ball is uh, they're making his wife is making him watch uh a male stripper dance in a speedo while being <laughs> getting electroshock therapy because they're trying to i don't know
1: gay conversion therapy god yeah,
0: yeah it's so messed up yeah. and uh hank comes in this was for a funny show this had some really poignant moments where yeah he kills them and it's just first of all the, the scene where no ho hank is just like in total fear while he's chained to that radiator was so amazing. Cause I mean, they hold it tight on his face for terrifying. a long time. And I mean, it it's just, you're, 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 you're seeing the whole, you're not even seeing what's going on. It's just panning back it and forth across the, the wall and then seeing <laughs> yeah. his face. That's the entire scene. And the sound, that's it, which is unbelievable acting. And then really he, was. and then he, when he finds Cristobal, he kills Cristobal's wife and the, the stripper or whatever you want to call him. And then he's sitting there just holding him, and you can tell Crystal Ball is kind of broken now. Like something happened. Like he's not going to be the same. He's not going to get the same Crystal Ball back, I think, for season four. Um, and then what happens I think, with Bear... you're Right. Well,
1: it's going to be about him trying
0: to help. Yeah, Crystal
1: Ball recover from from the trauma. I mean, yeah. the whole series has been about trauma. Yeah. And really, the only one who didn't have terrible trauma so far is No Wayne. He, he was kind of the only trauma-free person that's in the a whole good series. Point. Yeah, yeah, and now he's got this this person he loves, and uh, yeah, they were trying gay conversion therapy on him uh, for uh, in a horrible way. Mm. <laughs> and by the way, that's not unheard of. This is a thing. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, now I don't know if it's quite to that level <laughs> uh, as, as HBO would do it, but uh, yeah, so now Crystal Ball, like you said, there was kind of like a dead look in his eyes. Yeah. Um, and he's and he's got to recover from the trauma that happened there and be okay with somehow disappearing with Noho Hank uh, to wherever it is they want to go because there's really uh, nothing left there to, to keep them there. Um, all, all their buddies those, are dead.
0: Yeah. All of Noho Hank's buddies, all of Crystal Ball's buddies, like everyone's dead. So what do they do with their lives?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So now the interesting part is. So kind of like you said, what do they do with their lives? So they've got a fresh start. Uh, the, the girlfriend gets a fresh start, um, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, and then Barry gets a fresh start. And by the fresh start, I mean the cop comes, uh, his cop buddy that he saved in, in Afghanistan yeah. uh, shows up and you get the final epic conclusion of you've finally been caught right like this yeah. guy that that's in, uh, incredibly he's the only one that has common sense on the police force he's the smartest one he's uh capable and he's more angry at you than anybody else and what does he do he he forgives him he forgives him he forgives him
0: because he's like every... you saved my life and without that i wouldn't have my my son and so yeah but yeah he doesn't and, want and... to he doesn't want to he thinks barry is a a, a terrible piece of shit because he killed Chris. Yeah, 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 he even talks about it he killed he killed Chris, yeah. played by Chris Marquette, and he was like that guy was sweet. He was just intelligent. like he didn't he never hurt a fly. Like he, how could you of all the people? And- although he, he wasn't although he he wasn't
1: that sweet, and he did hurt flies. He was still also a killer. <laughs> they were there when they got killed. weren't they there to like rob some. Uh- uh, cartel guys of yeah to get some cash yeah but yeah but <laughs> it, it wasn't quite as innocent as they make No,
0: it. but i think chris was like he missed the camaraderie of the military he wasn't like he was not yeah yeah he was not the pipe eaters that like the, uh, the other three were right, like right, barry right. was a stone cold killer those other two dudes lived for the juice chris just was, right. i think was just kind of going because he was like oh i'm back with my friends again and so i think he yeah. thought in his head it'd be better but then he got into it and then you saw him like right afterwards he breaks down in the car and he's like I can't do this. We got to go. Th- like he was not built for that. Yeah, he was a sweet that. kid. He
1: it was he, that was his trauma. I, I, do, I you're right. I do remember that part. Um, but yeah, and but what to me was interesting is like you said, like despite um, despite you know not wanting to forgive him, but forgiving him, but telling him, look, look, I'm gonna let you go because of what you did for me, and because of you know I have what I have because of you. After he sees Barry just break down in this like horrible cries of yeah. agony. Uh, on the beach, and and almost relief yeah, that he was that's caught. It like, like it's to gonna, it, yeah, like he's ready to die, and he's like, it's almost relief that it's over, and and uh, he's like, look, man, it has to stop starting now. Yeah, like from like clean slate starting now. You've been caught. I'm gonna make sure you get away with it. I'm gonna let you go. Like nobody knows except him, right? That it's bear. Yeah, they so all think like, it's
0: the raven. He's
1: yeah. So he's gonna get away with it. You got a fresh start. It's good starting now, and then. He fucks
0: up. <laughs> so immediately goes, goes to and somebody. he's gonna kill yeah, he's gonna he's, kill yeah. Moss's uh kill Moss's dad who Dad. Yeah, who who planned it all. Like, yeah, he he set Gene Kusuno after he um, after he interrogates him and gets him to admit everything, which oh my god. Those are two dudes. Yeah, that scene. I love that he's like, There's something in the garage I wanna show you. And it's just two chairs facing each other very closely. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, 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 that scene was dude bill Hader is a phenomenal director because like he just he he just sits the camera and lets really good actors do their do their job and it's like there's nothing forced there's not like heavy editing it's just kind of let the scenes play out
1: well and that's such an acting thing too like it's just an empty room with two chairs like it's a producing (laughs) of it's such an acting thing like it's it's amazing yeah and uh uh, but i guess where i'm what's interesting to me is he was given a clean slate. We know next season is the final season. Yeah. He was given a clean slate. Uh, and then he became, in my opinion, now irredeemable. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mean, there's no way to redeem him now. Because it would be redundant for next season to just be him given a clean slate again and this time doing the right thing. Yeah. They could go that route. But I'm betting Barry, Barry feels like uh, Bill Hader feels like the kind of person that's like, very deserves a death. Yeah. And, uh, I, I could, I could be wrong, but I feel like he believes that. Yeah. And then, and then you've got the girlfriend who had her the last you'd seen her. She just completely ripped in destroying Darcy Carden on, uh, um, on camera. Yeah. <laughs> Having a total meltdown that this was my show. You stole it. You've, you see you T and all kinds of things. And, uh, it just was awful. It was just a horrible, horrible, horrible human being. Yeah. And, and, and essentially canceled herself. Like yeah. her career is over after yeah. that. Got leaked on online and whatever it was, TMZ or whatever yeah. it's supposed to be. Um, and then she's kind of given a blank slate that she can go start over somewhere else. Like this is done. Like this made you a bad person. Acting made you a bad person. Yeah. You had, tr- you had trauma. Uh, you had somebody treat you this way. You went full circle, then treated somebody else the same way you had been treated. Yeah. Screaming in their face, like, losing it. Um, but instead of that being a reality check and going back to Joplin to to just be a normal human being, she shows up to Barry and's like, remember when you said you could threaten and terrify somebody? Go yeah. do it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God. So now she's irredeemable. Yeah. <laughs> Pot- potentially. Uh, the only person at this point who's still redeemable is Noho Hank.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, because Noho and, and, and Hank and hasn't Cristobal. really. He, yeah, because Noho Hank hasn't really done. It. Yeah, I would say Cristobal too. Yeah, both of them. They just. It's well, it's what it, their wants. Every character has a different want, and what their want kind of dictates who they are. Cousineau, all he wants is to be a famous actor. Like he said, I won't let you. He's like, he tells Barry, I won't let him take this away from me. I'm gonna shoot him, which of course he's setting him up. But he's like. That's the whole thing. He's like, I can't. Ha- I- I'm finally back after treating people terrible for decades. He's finally back, and he's got all this, and he can't take it. Have it taken away from him. That's his one. Is he just wants to be uh, this famous actor again, in in the bi- He just wants no. to be a- important in the business. Barry's. No, want- let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, is like you said, he's uh, he's back, right? And and he had treated people terribly in the past too. Yeah. Just like a common theme, right? Do you think he's doing the right things now? um,
0: Not because he wanted to. to... He didn't want to. He wanted to avoid this. That's a father grieving for his daughter, and he didn't want to tell her what it was because he didn't want it all torn down.
1: Not just that. He wouldn't do this uh, actor studio thing without that woman that he had uh, done wrong Yeah, and then demanding that she be the director and then demanding that she... And then he did something else. I'm trying to remember at the end of this one that put her even further out of her comfort zone. Because uh, he's like, oh, we've got to use her script. They asked him oh, to do a movie yeah. or play. Some... He's like, we got to do the one she wrote. Like, yeah, and she even says it going... was this
0: really experimental thing back then. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. is he's going over the top because it's not what he really wants. It's what he thinks. It's what he thinks that he needs. He's trying to overdo it because that's not who he is. But if you look and you look at everyone else's what their one is like with uh, Sally, she just wants to be a famous actor and everything else around her doesn't matter. And you can kind of say that about anybody in that acting class. That's what they want. And when she loses that, she's kind of lost. She doesn't have anything else anymore because she was never honest with herself on how she got there. And so she was never, she let the acting dictate who she was as opposed to who she was dictate how she was going to get there. Um, and, yeah. Then yeah. With, uh, and, and now with Fuchs, Fuchs' whole thing is Barry is his kind of his life like being able to control Barry is his life and once Barry decides he doesn't need him that's when he kind of goes off the rails he's got this great life out in uh e- you know Eastern Europe but he can't have it because Barry because Barry won up him so he has to go back he has the same thing in Mexico or or in, mm-hmm. in South in South uh, California but he can't do it because Barry, because he has to have, like that's all these people have Vengeance, this one one. Yeah. yeah, and it's how trying to get away from that. And at the end of this, we see, yeah, uh, Barry's like, I can't let Cousineau kill it, kill this guy. It'll destroy him. He won't be the same again. So I'll take care of it, and then I'll be done. But he said, he, he told his FBI buddy, uh, you know, that's the, that was the deal. You're done from now on. And then he's right back into it, about to kill him, and now he's surrounded by SWAT. He's going to he's going to jail, and that's where they leave us mm-hmm. leave off. It's this has been a this has been the darkest season, but also one of the best, but in a different way. If you're looking for a funnier yes. season, the first one's the best. Anything else is funnier. Yeah, <laughs> but it's <laughs> amazing in been... its own way.
1: Yeah, I would say, in fact, there's very little humor in this season. I mean, like yeah. you expect it, but then it doesn't come quite often like you like you think it's setting up and then it and then it goes dark on you um so i mean there's been a couple funny scenes from like no ho hank and things like that but yeah. even even some of the comedy from no ho hank was based in terror traumas things yeah. that were happening so it's it's not i i would have like if they nominate this for a comedy i'd have a hard time with that <laughs> yeah. like if if it's because you had to Say what the show is at the season one, and that's what it has to be nominated for the rest of its life. Okay, but yeah, like this season, I'd have a hard time calling it a comedy. I agree. I, I'd say it was a drama, absolute hundred ninety nine point nine percent drama, yeah, point one percent comedy. Put uh, yeah, it'd be like nominating the Martian as a comedy at yeah. this point. <laughs> I would,
0: I'd also got to say, like, one of the, when dark comedies are very, 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 very hard to do because it, it can drift too far in the dark or it can drift too far in the comedy, and then the dark parts are just weird. Uh, I think our favorite that we've talked about for a long time is Death the Smoochie is our favorite dark comedy. I, I, yeah. I, I would say that's... I'm going to go out on a limb, but... Maybe this, Happy.
1: Huh? <laughs> Maybe Happy.
0: I, I haven't seen that. <laughs> it's TV almost one.
1: No, you, you've seen Happy? All the seasons of it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's happy. You, yeah, you're right. That Will is. Another, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of yeah. a different right. movie. You no, know, no, you're right. Yeah.
0: That was a very good dark comedy. This... This is up there. I think these three are kind of the pinnacles. I'm trying to think of other ones that I've enjoyed, but these are. I would say these three are kind of the, um, uh, the ruler to that all of the dark comedies would be measured to. And it's so they're so hard to do, but these have been so well done.
1: Well, dramedy is kind of a category that started over the past maybe five years. Yeah. Like I remember Flaked with Will Arnett was Master one of the of first none, ones. Love. Where? Yeah, but Flaked was one where I watched where I was just like. I really had a hard time determining what it was. I mean, is it a comedy? (laughs) Like it kind of like Barry. It was very much like Barry in that there was, you know, you're like, oh well, I definitely laughed pretty hard three times, but I wouldn't. But I would definitely call it a drama. You know, and and I would say Hacks kind of falls into that category. That's Hacks to me is a drama. Done a really good job of being, uh, you know, a a, maybe a a study of a human study on characters and yeah. also a comedy yeah. like so it's uh it's been funny too but yeah Fair enough. no this is this has been great it's, he's gonna win all the awards definitely for it's, directing he should
0: certainly deserves it yeah um the next show is a mini series called Candy it's based on a, a true story Candy Montgomery is a 1980s housewife and mother who did everything right but when the pressure of conformity builds with her her actions scream for just a bit of freedom until someone tells her to shush with deadly results that's a terrible terrible synopsis on imdb um basically jessica beale is a house mom in plano texas uh where i used to live and you live in that area um actually i think they're out in wiley and jessica beale plays candy montgomery who's married to timothy simmons pat montgomery and then there's another couple uh the gores alan and betty gore played by pablo schreiber and melanie linsky all four of those actors are dynamite i i i like all of them Jessica Biel has become uh, a very good actress. I didn't really thought much of her before, but she's become really good. And basically, she's like the number she's the number one soccer mom in the little their little family network, their Mm -hmm. social network. She's able to uh, get everything done. She's the power mom, gets all these things. But her and her husband don't really have much of a they don't really have much of a life. They're just kind of going through the motions. And so she's like, you know what I think? She reads a lot of these like kind of you know those airport books, Daniel Steele kind of dirty books where it's like just kind of ridiculous romance novels. And so she mm. decides, you know what? My life's boring. I want to have an affair. And it kind of goes down that road. I don't want to tell you too much. I've seen yeah,
1: the first 3.
0: You've seen the first 3? If you've seen the first 3, I would say just go ahead and go through it. There's only 5 episodes. It's not it's not the most amazing thing in the world. It's not it's not bad um it's got a 7.2 on imdb i would i mean i would give it a 7.7 maybe an eight like it's got its moments but it kind of it jumps around a lot in the in the time frame which i don't know i don't know that i have an issue with that in this oh it
1: jumps around
0: it jumps around, well dude if you're three episodes in you you need to know that it jumps around because it does that from (laughs) the first season or first episode yeah
1: yeah yeah a little bit yeah you're right um and uh i don't know so it's it's I feel like I've seen a pretty decent linear path so far. Um, I do. I don't, like, the first, the first episode,
0: it starts off and it's, it, it, it hasn't, uh, it, in lettering underneath the day she dies talking about Melanie Ninsky's character. Yeah, you're right. And it does right, that briefly. Right, and then it right. goes back uh, a few years before, then it jumps forward. Then it jumps, it jumps all over the place.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: But,
1: uh, yeah, so far. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where now, uh, they found her body and she, she did. Yeah, she did. Uh, she did. Yeah. Uh, and I, man, I'm 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 interested because I, I was a little bit torn to be honest with you. So um, on, on to watch it at all because HBO is about to have a big budget uh, version of this with some really big actors. Um, the, you know the biggest, which being Elizabeth Olsen. Um, she's gonna be in this. and then Jesse Plemons also in it. Huh. Um, so I was really kind. Of, I'm like, you know, they're gonna put some some dollars in. You know, it's gonna be high quality script or they're not going to do it. And I'm like, man, they're coming out the same time. Like, do I want to finish this before I see the HBO one or do to see it? <laughs> like I'm, I'm torn. Yeah. but I think I'm going to finish it. I think I'm just going to go ahead and finish it. Cause I'm already three episodes in. Yeah. There's two episodes just, left. Just, yeah. See how it turns out. And then I'll, I'll probably also watch the HBO one only because it's HBO and everything that does is fantastic. That's true. Everything they do is fantastic. Yeah. So, um, I'm into it. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. I mean, it's it's been very good. It has been very good, and I, I agree with you. Jessica Biel, she's she's come on strong lately, man. She's yeah. This I know I've mentioned this to you a hundred times, but uh, the center was really good. Like, okay. if you watch that, it's it's the How's center itself good, is yeah, like uh, is three seasons in or something, four seasons in uh, is about to start, but it's completely anthological. In, in so. You watch season one and then you're done. You never have to watch anything else again. It's a conclusion. It's over. It's done. It's fine, uh, and it's just about a new case the next year. Um, so yeah, watch uh, watch The Sinner. It's it's good, and it's uh, it's kind of like watching Candy, but but uh, fictional. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I would I would strongly give that a give that a, a recommendation, and and I think that's part of what got her so so buzzworthy. I mean. <clears throat> she ended up making this show called uh, Limelight or something, uh, Limetown, okay. that came out. So it was a famous podcast, I believe, and uh, um, or, or audiobook, I don't know. But they brought it out for Facebook Watch, and they paid her a ton of money to come in okay. and be the first show on Facebook Watch. And it's her and Stanley Tucci. And a few other actors you'll you'll know from a couple things here and there, but not not a major major deal. And uh, from what I heard, it was really good. It just was never watched.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> you know, so because it was on Facebook Watch.
2: Yeah. Uh, watch
1: so I mean, yeah, I, I I still don't even know what that is. So <laughs> I mean, genuinely, I
0: don't know what that even was. Yeah. So
1: uh yeah i definitely didn't watch it so i'll watch yeah, the center. But, uh, i've
0: heard really good things about that uh, i mean it, it, again the backlog the backlog is so the, yeah the
1: backlog's crazy I, yeah. I get it but uh bill pullman uh, is is really good in that and so is she
0: yeah okay um the next one is one i just started this last night um we own this city it's a mini series from david simon mm. who did yeah. um he did the wire and uh Treme and Um He's got a bunch of people from The Wired that pop up in this. Um, Jamie Hector, who played Marlo. Um, I don't really want to say anything. You're like, oh, it's him. Oh, it's him. Like, you, it, it's kind of fun doing that while yeah. watching it. Uh, it's about what really happened with some Baltimore police, the Baltimore police corruption in around 2017. So in 2015, there was this kid, Freddie Gray, who was um, uh, taken into a paddy wagon and arrested for having a knife even though he legally owned it and like he was he had like i guess a permit or something for it and when he by the time he they instead of taking him to the prison they had to take him to the trauma center where he eventually died and Mm. so there was all these riots in baltimore and baltimore is known to have like it's just rough in general and the police have had a long tough uh history there and so this is based off of a true story with some of these corrupt cops. One of them is Josh Charles, who is great and everything, plays Daniel Herschel, who is like one of the worst. Like he's just a terrible guy. John Barenthal plays Wayne Jenkins. John Barenthal being as awesome as he always is. Mosaka, Musaku. The more things I see her in, the more and more I like her. I think she could do just about anything. She is already incredible in this, and she's fantastic. And... Um, Lovecraft Country and in Loki. And I just, uh, man, I can't get enough of her. Um, there's this other guy. I've never seen him anything before. David sweat plays David McDougal. I'm really liking him so far in this. And honestly, I could go through. There's so many good actors so far. Ian Duff is Ahmad Jackson. Um, Daryl Brick Gibson, who's one of the actors in the acting class. And Barry, who you're starting to see almost everyone in that acting class is starting to kind of go doing their thing. Um, he's in this it's i'm two episodes in and i'm really interested it's really good it also jumps around an awful lot so prepare yourself for that
1: fair enough yeah i noticed that mckinley belcher's in this one too
0: yeah yeah Uh, they have a ton of people
1: yeah he's good he he got real famous from um oh what was that weird uh david Lindelof show uh, leftovers, leftovers. Oh, okay. He's he's uh,
0: he's really good as Gondo or G Money. He's really good in this. Oh, he's Ozark. Oh, he's he was, oh, he was the agent in Ozark. Which yep, oh my God, yep. three episodes left on that. So once once I wrap that up, we can talk about that as well. But uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, start. We own This city. It's it's. I think there's only six episodes. It's a mini series. And I'll put that on the list. Easy right now. to watch. We watched the first one and like, we both wanted to watch the second one right away. We could have done a third one if it wasn't so late.
1: Mm, okay yeah that'll be on the list
0: but and then lastly and this is on me the offer so the finale came out i think this morning so i haven't watched that and i've only seen halfway through the last one um which i actually kind of love that i have both of those because this this show this show i want to binge so bad like when i only have one to watch it's painful i need to to watch back to whack with this one because it's so good this is this is definitely going to be for our award show. This is definitely going to have a lot of uh, nominations for so many things for that because this is this is one of my favorite shows of the year so far.
1: Yeah, I've got to really think about it because I know there've been so many good things, and sometimes some of them get lost in the mix. But uh, yeah, so far, I mean, the offer—it's—I'm—I I'm, can't think of anything that's beat it so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: but yeah, it's been it's been fantastic. Yeah, and and just the fact that it's, you know, right there, it's it's history. It happened. You know, yeah. it's uh, is, it's, it's, it's real nuts. life, and it's just. I don't know yeah, how much of it's, it's they,
0: exager- exaggerated, but it's absolutely sure some, insane.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of like the. I'll put it this way: My, my brother-in-law came to stay with us last week, and uh, uh, for a week, and and it was hilarious because he had he had known all about all this stuff and knew about all about the gangsters like joe colombo and like mm-hmm. and joey gallo and, and all these really well and like as each episode went in he'd be like oh my god that, so next episode's when bubble blah, blah, blah was gonna happen and i'm like yep <laughs> <laughs> he, he knew all of it he knew like all of this except for not not the inner workings between paramount and the producers but like every way in which the producers interacted with the gangsters like he knew all about it so i'm like well if this actually lends more credibility to me, that he's sitting there going, "Yeah, no, I already knew all this stuff," and yeah. I'm like, "Oh, so this? They're they're taking it truly straight from, yeah. straight from it." And by the way, I did think of one that to me matches evenly is is Tokyo Vice. I loved oh, Tokyo yeah, Vice. yeah, I did too. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, by the Are way, did you ever watch? I don't week. know why this popped in my head, but did you ever watch Zero Zero Zero? The miniseries oh. with Gabriel Byrne. And- did I? Oh, I started it, but I didn't finish it. Oh, why do you hate yourself so much? I don't know. Maybe I will go back and watch it. All right. You got to do that. That is everything we have for this week. Uh, we will try and come back later with news, coming attractions, things like that. Uh, hopefully, they stop doing the construction on my building, so you don't have to listen to that. <laughs> but until that time, catchphrase. What are your retort. <laughs>